Welcome to the wandering musings of AJ and A-Ray. Two Mamas After Dark. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to our episode of Moving and Aligning Our Bodies. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Get us moving. Moving okay, not really. I was waiting for my chair to squawk. <laughs> <laughs> it didn't. It. it didn't. It didn't. How are you today? Good. Good. Um, recovering from a busy week. How was your Thanksgiving? Good. You survived? I did. Yay. I'm here. And now we can work all that Thanksgiving food out of us. Yeah, that's why, we're, that's why we thought maybe yeah. this would be a good time to... I mean, it's like we actually thought this through. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Should we, like, allude to what our conversation is about? Sure. Because, you know, I, I've done yoga in the past, and then I got sick and stopped. I used to do yoga a lot. And and now when I'm as I'm starting to like restart it, it's really sad because I know how to do the position, but I can't. <laughs> I'm like my body don't do that yet. I got too many rolls in the way. <laughs> so yeah, we're working through that process, yeah. but so we're excited. So excited. when we're talking about yoga, if you're on the fence on trying it, just know that we're going along with you, even though we know a little bit more about it we're not professionals oh, at no. any means no no <laughs> and pretty much none of the stuff it we are professionals on we just what are you talking about i'm a professional in all things come on i have a maybe master's in in life but that's probably where i end <laughs> <laughs> that's good um but anyways i am shook today because i could not find a single scrunchie or hair tie I That's don't like know where thing. they all go. Where do they go? They're do like you socks. Use, do you actually use scrunchies? Yes, I, do. I don't. I do because they're better for your hair. See, I like these ones, and then I have like those plasticky circular ones. Mm -hmm. I don't like the sp the plasticky ones; they fall apart. So I'm yeah. I'm gonna. Well, you have a lot of hair. I do have a lot of hair. <laughs> they won't hold your hair, but yeah, I use scrunchies because they don't um, rip my hair. And I mean, I have a few of those, but yeah, but these are the best. No, they're not because they're bad for your hair. They don't hurt my hair. I didn't say they hurt your hair, but they well, they do hurt your hair. But <laughs> they're bad for your hair because they rip your hair. Yeah, but I don't usually get them caught. Oh, Maybe see, it's because I do. I, I do, do the two. Yeah, but I then... pull up my hair into a bun. Oh yeah, I know. I don't use them for my bun. Yeah, see, I that's what I do with my hair. So I put it in a bun. I use the other one. The, I couldn't the find a single one. one. A single one. At all. That's, so I had to just. That's like a nightmare day. And a clip and. Mm, clip looks good. Mm, I think you look good. Well, thank you. You're welcome. But now I'm a little rattled. Because you're like, where's my hair ties? Yeah, they're just gone like socks. Do you think Rocco is eating them? Yes, totally. He's <laughs> eating them. Can you tell I'm a parent of dogs and cats? I mean, I'm a parent of human beings too, but they don't they do not do the mischievous it's stuff anymore. It's a little weird that I just. Where'd they go? I'm sure they're all in your work bag. It's possible. Or by your computer. Under your I keyboard. I checked my computer. Dang it. I checked my computer. But you went up to the main a couple of times. 
It is true. I could look at my work bag, but I, mm, I'm, mm. <laughs> it threw don't, me off. Don't, Just don't. threw me off. So Well, maybe it's an excuse to go get more. It, I mean, yeah, that, that could be. But I don't remember what brand they are, and I it took me a long time to find those. Oh, darn it. So if someone wants to get me good ones for Christmas, I wouldn't say no. Okay, I'm going to put that in there. Because <laughs> you already know the other thing I'm getting you. So I just, or making you, you just know when something throws off your groove yeah. for the day, it just threw me off. And then your whole day is, well, then your whole day is trying to get over that. <laughs> it's really sad that scrunchies threw off my day. But then that goes into like the tie of just always saying, all's right in my world. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have, now, to, I'll have to tell you this. So now I'm thinking, oh crap, tomorrow for work. I'm I can't just throw my hair up. Now I'm going to have to do it. Do you have to go to the main? No, but sometimes do my camera's on. you have to on. do it? Oh. Sometimes my camera's on. I was going to say. <laughs> but when you say that, obviously you have to do your hair. So, I don't, so it just threw me off a little bit. But that's okay. It's fine. We're here. But you have yummy yummies in your cup. I have yummies in my cup. I have yummy dark chocolate hot chocolate. That was a mouthful. I know. <laughs> Dark chocolate. Hot I was mouthful watching you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's warming me up. And yummy creamer. <laughs> yes, with vanilla creamer. Because that's the only creamer you should put in there. Coconut is is okay too. I don't do coconut anything. But that's because Spot gets it. That's madman. If I, you guys haven't picked that up yet, <laughs> I talk about him a lot. Yes. What are you drinking? I am drinking sweet uh, chamomile tea. And then that detox tea that I have, which I don't know what it's called. Are you getting ready to take a nap? Chamomile tea? No, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, it smells good. It, it tastes does. good. Yeah. And I can't have lots of sugar with the lifestyle change that I'm making so that I don't get sick. So. And I feel it now. Like, when I tried that Lifesaver mint with you, and I used to eat them all the time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> three seconds in, I was like, I can't. I can't do this. It's not a bad thing, though. <laughs> no, it's a good thing. It means I'm, like, thing. successful you see, so far. You remember that um, uh, thing I shared with you, that picture I shared with you that said the holiday, the candy holidays, we have the... No. Jeez, Keep gonna, going. I mean, if I need to find it now. We have the Halloween, the candy. Oh, yes. The candy, yes, yes, the Halloween yes, yes, yes. candy. Then we have the... All the sugary foods from Thanksgiving Do you want me and to Christmas. See if it's in my my history, I can I can because it was pretty amazing, and I think it's legit. it just made me think of it here. Let me look at my here. While in the team... U.S. Oh, in the cool. U.S. we have a candy holiday followed by a pie holiday, next a cookies and candy holiday, before a boozer holiday. We call it a flu season rather than a sugar poisoning season. Yeah, that's what made me think. I of was that like, right Amen, now. sister, <laughs> yeah. preach on. It's just it made sugar. me feel better about sugar, my life sugar. choices. I was like. I do feel better. I saw that and I thought of you and I was like, ooh, yes. She's probably feeling better. And I do. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. And I was so excited. I don't know if I told you, but um, I made apple butter without added sugar. Oh, I did. Mm. Without added sugar. No, you told me you were doing it, but you didn't say and how it turned out. I haven't, I haven't tasted it yet because I'm kind of nervous. But oh. not really. I just haven't had an opportunity <laughs> to yet. But it smells right. That's good. So... As long as it smells and looks right, I'm sure it's Yeah, fine. so far, it looks the same. You can make a lot of things without sugar. Yeah. Because well, the I natural always, sugars and things come out. I always take out, um, so if I'm making cookies and it calls for sugar, I always put applesauce in it. Because I already did that, trying to reduce it before. 
I think I'm just more hardcore on it this time. Like I'm actually saying, no, I do not need She's that. Dedicated because mm. I feel like crap and I don't want to feel like crap when I do. So I don't. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. But anyways, I'm going down a rabbit hole. Love it. Um, I would like to share a quote with you, though. I am so interested to hear this quote. Okay, so I have always heard of this, the song of Roland. Um, and um, I actually bought the book of it. There's a cute little bookstore down here where I live. Um, and I would tell you what, what it's called, but we're... We're not big enough to do that yet. So when we do, <laughs> when we are, I totally will. But they have two sites and two places that they're at. And I like their store here. I haven't been to the other one, but it sounds like it's bigger because I like how like quaint it feels like a mom and pop sh- shop. And it is. Those. It's yeah. like the owners are the people you talk to when you're ringing out. And they just love books and old things. And I'm like, you're my people. <laughs> And I always buy something, even if it's like, oh, I'm going to go window shop. And Spot's like, oh, what did you buy then? (laughs) You just have to buy something. Yeah, (laughs) it's a bookstore for crying out loud. And they have like oracle cards and tarot cards and they're really cool We're going to have to go there because I want to go. Yeah, (laughs) I found like a Dean. This is funny. So Spot usually gives me a hard time for buying things. Well, one of the last times that we went with him, he picks up a tarot card deck that's D&D and he says you should get this <laughs> of course he did and I'm like aha I'm the only one that has a problem huh <laughs> oh, but that's then awesome. I was like oh but he is thinking of me and him because he likes you should get D&D. this wink wink for <laughs> me <laughs> well yes well, yesterday we went to um the little garden center here because they have like a Christmas boutique, but they have like some Halloween stuff and things in Clarence and stuff. And they had a couple candles. And so we get up to the registrar and he's and he was like, um, you can get more candles if you want. I was like, why did you tell me that when we're over there? What? It's late. <laughs> Hold on. No, no, I didn't. I was like, no, it's fine. I'll just get these ones. I, I'll behave this time. Put that in my credits for next time yeah hey, <laughs> remember when you said i could get more the extra <laughs> candles I, I need more candles now anyways so but anyways the quote this. the quote sorry woo um so i picked this quote because of the book i i want to read it but i was going to tell you this book is old it is i'm looking at it and, and it's, she smelt it it, it smells, smells like an old it's like one of my favorite. I always get nah, 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 about um, in the front page of or on the the actual cover, the inside of the cover. It has the person who previously owned it and what year it was. And it was 1925. And I was like, oh, I feel like awesome. I'm part of the chain of like stuff. Maybe I should write my name in it. I don't know. But anyways, I thought maybe that'd be cool. And then I could hand it to somebody like, yeah, down. I don't know. Maybe I'll have like a grandchild who will like books and take care of them. My kids like books. I don't. They're learning to take care of them. They haven't learned of their friends yet, and that you don't shove them on a bookshelf and hope that they don't get squished. <laughs> We're working on that. But anyways, onto the quote. <clears throat> so it says, "Look, I am Roland, that loved you all my days. You never sent me challenge or battle gauge." Quoth Oliver, I cannot see you plain. I know your voice. My God, see you and and save you. How about I read that right? May God see you and save you. 
That, that changes it. And I have struck you. Pardon it me, I pray. Roland replies. I have taken no scathe. I pardon you, myself and in God's name. Then each to, um, then each to other b- bows, courteous in his place. With such great love, thus is their parting made. So I had to read that several times. The first time I read it, I was like, what did she do? What is this? But it's so eloquent. <laughs> yes, it is. And I wish and we then, talked like that because we talk. I think we talk a little casual. A little? <laughs> a lot casual. <laughs> Especially after learning Portuguese. I'm grateful for all of the words that English has because, my gosh, there are other languages that do not. Yes. And I'm not putting Portuguese down. I love Portuguese so much. It's such a beautiful language. But no, it is so eloquent. And once you get a little bit of background on it, it makes a lot more sense. And you kind of get into it. It's so she went down a rabbit hole <laughs> to trying to find out why I, yes, I put this. I did. So I I'm going to let her run with this because I think it's amazing. I did. I went down a total rabbit hole and I researched this dang poem book story for And now she wants to read hours. it with me. <laughs> um, it's an it's an epic poem and it goes back to the 11th century and it's it's a story of heroic deeds and tra- and the tragic fate of Roland. And yeah, let a- me put the baseline down because you went way into it and I just did the baseline. So I'll put baseline <laughs> on and then you put oh, I'm not going to go all into it. No, but put, put the yummy yummy stuff that you found, okay? <laughs> so, um 11th century like she said, early 12th century, it was cha- Chanson de Roland. Um, Wiki said it was based on a Frankish um, military leader, Roland. Battle of Roncevaux Pass in 778, 778, yes, AD. Reign of Carolinian King Charlemagne is one of the oldest surviving works of French literature, which I thought was cool. Yeah, that is cool. I was like, cool. And, it didn't and have, I own it. <laughs> and it doesn't have a known author. No. Which is so cool. But did... I mean, this is... The publisher for this is like a publishing house that doesn't exist anymore. There have been... If you really go into the rabbit hole, there have been... I don't want to say authors, but there have been where they say this is... It's reworked by this author or it's been... Sure. Rejuvenated, maybe. If or you, translated. I know you yeah. would have to be translated to English, right? But there is no known author. Yeah, but put your cool. meats and potatoes in there. On that. I'm excited. <laughs> um, so it's it's a classical of medieval literature. Yeah. And I never thought of medieval literature. No, I don't think it, <laughs> you, think of, you think of Dark Ages, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so Roland was the nephew of the Emperor Charlemagne. Mm-hmm. And he was the leader of the army. He was the rear leader of the army, which you know, there's a, that was a thing. Yeah, I, I didn't know. Well, that because they had so many legions, yeah. and they didn't have like telephones and all of the other stuff that yeah. we do now. And then Oliver, who you mentioned in the so there's Roland, and then he is speaking to Oliver, and Oliver is his t- brother-in-law to be, and his best friend, and his confidant and advisor, and like his right wing man. Yeah, yeah, and he's supposed to marry Roland's sister. And they, they're in the battle and they need help. And Oliver wants Roland to blow this 
oliphant horn. I don't know what that is. I didn't go down that rabbit hole, but it's some sort of horn for help. And Roland doesn't want to, but he eventually does. <laughs> I, I really should have researched what kind of horn this is, but he, he blows it so hard that he ends up blowing out his temples. His temples burst. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So, and he eventually dies from that. That's what he dies from, is from blowing out his temples. From blowing That's crazy. the horn for help. See, I didn't even know that. It's nuts. Yeah. That's a lot of gusto. Yeah. Well, but he was probably like my people, my my men, yeah. my army. Yeah. Um, And probably because of that injury, he's a little out of it probably. He ends up, Roland ends up coming up behind Oliver and striking him sword or whatever and that is when this takes place this conversation mm. and that quote when he said yeah and oliver dies right after this roland goes on with his temples open <laughs> continues in the battle but it does eventually die that makes it even more poetic. The part where he says, may God see you and save. Like Oliver is like, I understand that you did this because of your injury. And mm -hmm. because Roland, then I know in the very beginning, you know, he says, I love you. Like I've loved you all my days. I've never had a problem with you. Like, oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my yeah, heart the paragraph right before that. Paragraph right before it, he's, he's saying, why did you do this? What, what, why? He's like, I didn't mean to. Yeah. And then they embrace. Mm -hmm. Oliver dies. I have no, I have taken no scathe. I pardon you myself and in God's name. Yeah. Oh, and then each to others bows courteous in his place with such great love. Thus is their parting made. Oh, oh that makes me want to cry. <laughs> I mean, I already thought it was sad, but <laughs> just knowing yeah. that whole so, yeah, that was a little background to it. Yeah, so Gosh. I was like, wow. Well, on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a very powerful little yeah. I just, quote I, of yeah. that poem there. Liz. I'm eclectic, and so that's where it happens to, yeah. to have fallen here. So thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. That was, and th thank you for coming with me down that rabbit hole. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Anytime. Anytime. Totally took me Especially out. when you're learning. I I feel like learning is so important. And so when we get the opportunity to do so, absolutely we should. Yeah. Even if we can't do it justice, we can at least put a little bit of yum in there. Um, so did you know on November 28th, which is when this episode comes out, um, it is going to be Aquarius for the moon? I did not know that. Well, it is. And that means that we're going to be receptive to new and unusual things. We're going to see um, what needs to be improved. It's kind of along the lines of last times. Like you can see what needs to be improved. But this actually shows you like your mind will be open to what needs to be improved. Um, and you, and this is the cool part and unique ways to overcome those things. So it might not like be that. like cut and dry, but you might have like a creative way of going about it and learn and grow from that, which I thought was really cool. And then you're going to be thinking about future stuff. So like brainstorming and how it's going to look progressively. And um, the downside, here's your warning. Um, it may be difficult to stick to a schedule. 
it may be off-putting for some for the out of their out ideas like you know like the creative ideas that you have to go and get it might be kind of daunting so don't fall in the pit holes um be open to the positives that can happen from this moon i appreciate that warning you were very that welcome that's interesting you're very welcome do you have anything you want to add I mean, Before we get into our little mama. I mean, I can share a fun fact if you want to know a random, really random Always. fact. Always. Um, everyone's tongue print is different. It's so like, like a, a fingerprint? Like a fingerprint. It's, but it's a unique feature that differs, differs from person to person. I mean, that makes sense. I never thought about that, but all the ridges and stuff. Yeah. It's just so weird. So if you accidentally cut it. You changed your tongue print. Like I when I accidentally cut my finger, remember? So that maybe makes me think like when you burn your tongue so badly, like are you burning off your fingerprints? Like cuz you know when I you burn know. your fingerprint, sure, but it comes back unless you burn it so bad. Cuz you know you burn your taste buds sure. sometimes like But that's like a first degree burn. It's not like a third, you know. Yeah. I don't know, it was just weird. I was like, "Whoa, well, maybe that's it's cool. the other way around." I don't remember the degrees anymore. <laughs> I used to know. Back when I had to help people. Uh, so yeah, that was just a random, in case you wanted to know. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I love how I, you go all deep with your quote. and Let me put everybody on verge of tears. moon facts. And then I just randomly go, did you know your tongue? <laughs> no, I love it. I think it's great. You can't have me all the time. I'm, just, have, I'm just the fun, loving person. I'm the hippy dippy. <laughs> and you're the fun, loving person. Yeah. <laughs> got to come up with a better name for you. We'll figure it out. I'm the comic relief. I don't know. I think I'm funny sometimes, too. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you are a comic relief, too. I, I think you're funny. Actually, um, I'm not the comic relief. You are funny. I am not the comic relief. When you relief. allow yourself to be, you <laughs> are funny. True, yes. Uh, anyway. Well, if you guys have suggestions, we'll take them. <laughs> uh, well, we should say AJ is, since I'm a hippy-dippy. <laughs> I, am, I am a work in progress and a mystery wrapped in a Ooh, riddle. You're a little lotus flower. <laughs> It just depends on my mood. That's fair. I think everybody's like that, though. Yeah. I'm not trying to make you like everybody. I think you're special the way you are. But, you know, we all have our little quirks. My, my child is texting me that he is dying of starvation. Does he not know how that there's food? He's he's being dramatic. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel about that, apparently. So let's, let's get into let's yoga. Dive into let's talk about yoga. it. Um, we both have lots of stuff, so we'll try I, to keep it. I just want to start out by saying there is a lot of in-depth history that oh I had no idea. And you can look online. No you idea can look about in this. books. You can you can go to places and learn them. You can YouTube it. You, there's like, so I, much. I know that things have history. I knew that, but I did not know that yoga's history was so. Extensive? Convoluted and not it's a, convoluted. It's extensive. And extensive, yes. Yeah, it's like, it's... It's sorry. insane. I totally just hit that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's it's layered. It's it's cool, I, though. It starts to make sense. When you first read it, you're like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Let me go back. Yeah. 
and, and don't worry, we're not going to bore you with everything. Because <laughs> you, no. you can you go, go. You go down the rabbit hole. Yeah, we're you just can gonna go on your own rabbit hole. A but, little bit of love that we found. But it's it's really fascinating, actually, fascinating. To, to read how it came about. It makes me want to practice it more. Right, because you and understand it makes a little me bit more. Un- it makes me realize why and how people who are certified yoga instructors, why there's so much that goes into being oh, a yeah. certified yoga instructor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but the great thing too is it's a system that allows you to be in tune with your body and mind. It's not that you're just working on your body. It's not that you're just working on your mind. You are working on all facets. And I think that's what we forget to do in our busy mm-hmm. lives is um, taking care of the whole body. And that's when we run into our, and I'm not saying we're sick because of what we have done, but it, 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 if we're in tune to our bodies and in tune to our minds, we know when there's a problem and we can catch it sooner and we can get the help that we need, or we can do the preventative steps that we need to. And so when we're able to slow down and take care of our whole selves, I know it's a hippy-dippy moment, then, you know, and I love that this supports it. And um, it's interesting that there are parts of our history in Western that also have done some of these things that we always think about as an Eastern philosophy, but they are so far back and so lost by our modern world that we forget that even human beings in our western culture did such things where they took care of their whole bodies and not just what ailed them does that make sense yep totally does but um yoga is like we said is an ancient um, practice that it focuses on your breathing your flexibility your strength um, it's known to assist in mental boost and well-being. Um, essentially, it's a focus on breathing and your posture. If you're going to s- simplify it, that's like the simplif- simplified um, meaning of yoga. It is a practice that focuses on your breathing and your postures. But there's so much more, like AJ said. And, it, and its roots come from... Uh, the Sanskrit word, Sanskrit, yeah, Sanskrit, yep, Sanskrit. word. I think I'm gonna say this right. You is it you? You why you j? Um, yug, maybe yug, but it stands for union. So like the union yeah. of the mind and the body. Yes, <clears throat> and they're found on the Rig Veda of the Vedas. It's a set of four um, scrolls. Did you know that? I did not know well, until, until I was <clears throat> researching this. I did not yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it's where you're saying it's the union of the mind and the body, and you're becoming one. Yeah. And you're becoming calm. Um, and it's, it's, it's definitely a, it's a practice and it's an art. It's a practice. I feel like it, you're, you're, you're not. <laughs> So we find the masters, right? Yes. But I don't think they ever truly consider themselves as masters either. Because you're always learning and you're always progressing to find your true self. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so I have a hard time saying master. 
to things because of that. Because I know like the things that I do well, I never consider myself to be a master of it. I just consider myself to be good enough at it and always learning. So I think it's also remembering that because if you close off and say, okay, I'm really good at yoga. I'm a master of it. You're going to miss the purpose and you're going to miss the growth that can take place once you shut yourself off, I think personally. But, um, so Sanskrit is actually the language that it's written on the scrolls. And it's a collection of a thousand plus hymns and mantras. And it's contained in 10 chapters. So that is, those are big chapters. Um, the 10 chapters are known as mandalas, not the mandalas that we color in on our lovely adult coloring books or <laughs> like that we make. But these are like the ones that you find from the Buddhist priests, etc., mm -hmm. who make them. Um, same idea. Um, and it's it was used by the Vedic priests. And I'm sure in some form it's still being used. I don't know enough about religions around it. I do know some about Buddhism because in my path from what I grew up from into where I am now, I traveled Buddhism and I, it's a very beautiful, beautiful religion. And I, I do practice some of that still, but more on the Zen side and not on the actual believing in Buddha, but it's beautiful no matter. Um, <clears throat> And then there's the Rashis. Did you did you find this? The, they're sages. They developed and refined yoga practices and beliefs in the Upanishads. I don't know how to say that. Yeah, sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> there's a lot of words I found. Oh, there's a lot of words. I'm like, I don't know how I'm to say like, this. <laughs> I need to. I need to learn this language. But um, it contains over 200 scriptures. So that's mm -hmm. more of like your practices and your daily um, mantras that you find. Okay, uh, like I said, Sanskrit is a language. It, it's a, it is considered one of the oldest languages, which blew my mind because we're still using it today. Yeah. I mean, we still use Latin today, too, but I it's I feel like it's older than Latin. Is that what you kind of got yeah, in your research? I think so. Yeah. Um, and it's the root of many Indian languages, not Native American, because some people yes. in the past called them that, but I mean like actual in, of India. Yeah. Um, and it is what yoga is written in. We get the translation in English, and I'm very grateful for those who did that. So, on the. Uh, sorry, I have to. No, cough. no, that's Hold fine. Hold on. You're good. <coughs> Still have a residual cough. <clears throat> Darn it. It'll never go It'll away. It'll go away. It will. <laughs> it will. <clears throat> um, so, on these scripts or whatever you want to call them. Incom scripts. Scripts. <laughs> Sorry, they they have um, I, I don't know how to best describe it. Maybe you have a better way of describing it. But okay. from what I gathered they have the depictions of people doing the poses? The poses. Yeah. yeah. And it's uh, two people to begin with. Uh, Lord Shiva and his consort, eventually turned wife, Par Parvati. Um, and so Lord Shiva is considered to be the first yogi per this sect. 
total, total side note, because you said Yogi, there is a tea brand that's Yogi, and I love it. <laughs> but keep going. <laughs> is it supposed to calm you into doing yoga? I, I don't know. <laughs> they always give, like, positive little things on their little tea bag um, holder things. Nice. And it's, I mean, it has a person yeah. yoga-ing. Interesting. Maybe it's connected. Is yoga-ing a word? Yoga-ing? Well, now it is. It is now. Yes. I made a word. Um, and so it was these two people. And they say the legend has is that Par- Parvati, I'm just going to say Parvati. Do it. Um, could not keep this quote unquote secret art to herself. And so she shared it with others. And that is how the art of yoga. and the knowledge of yoga well, about good for her. I'm so to glad. India. I'm so glad because I get to do it now. I don't know why they why they would keep it a secret. Like why was it a secret? I don't know. I feel like knowledge is power, right? And so if you keep the knowledge to yourself, yeah. you're above everyone else, right? Yeah. I know that's why in pasts civilizations and stuff when they're trying to keep people uh, beneath. And have it to where mm. there's one, you know, higher and stuff. They they try to take away knowledge and power and education from them because they can't make those decisions anymore. You're no longer able to say, okay, here and here and here and this is what I gather and I'm going to do this way. I mean, that's, that's why we had a revolution, right? We were like, I'm tired of being treated this way. We had knowledge. And so we were like, no. <laughs> Exactly. So, so it's a way of controlling, but that how awesome that that this person didn't feel like they had to control. They felt like they yeah. needed to. They loved enough to share it, and that happens eventually. Those secrets are are let out by a person who's like, "No, everybody needs to know this because I love my people, or I love yeah. my neighbor, or my community." And it it did. So it was popular in India for a long time. Mm-hmm. And then, like a lot of things in life, like a lot of things are amazing, yoga did lose its popularity for a while. Yeah. And then it came back in the late 19th century, interestingly enough, by the Indian culture. Again. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting, but... And then it came over... Then it came over here. And you know, we Americans, we like to like eat up everything. Americanize it. <laughs> yeah. But the cool thing about that is that more people practice it now. Yes. But I feel like we're turning into a society that wants to come to the root of it. And so we're learning how to do it the right way. I guess if you want to say it the right way. Where we're taking it in the whole body and the mind. And I, this just popped in my head right now. Mm-hmm. So a lot of yoga poses are named after nature and animals like the cat pose, snake, yo, blah, blah. Yeah. Is that because other cultures like the Indian cultures, animals are sacred? I think so, but it it's also nature, right? This is a civilization that wasn't always inside didn't look at a computer screen that all is, the time yeah that is true they they worshiped their nature their nature was their their spirituality and so you're gonna look at a snake and you're gonna think of wisdom or other things 
depending on which faith you go in, right? Um, you're going to look at a tree and you're going to think of how holy it is and how majestic it is. You're going to look at a mountain and you're going to think, oh my gosh, it has so much power. It's so big. It's larger than life, right? So in perspective wise, I think it's just, you're using what's around you. You're seeing what's around you because they, they don't bring up some of the stuff that we have around us, right? There's no grizzly bear pose. <laughs> <laughs> that we know of. That we know of. Maybe there is now. <laughs> We could make one. <laughs> but you know what I mean? But they, they brought up, yeah. what, you know, they have like a downward dog because they they had dogs around them. You know, like stuff like that. Yeah. So I think it's it's a relationship with man <laughs> and nature and, and it's um, symbiotic. Well, and that's a very good point. And to, to go off of that, the forms of yoga most popular in the Western world can be traced to um, something called Hatha yoga. Okay. I'm assuming that's how you say Hatha, because that's what it looks like. H-A-T-H-A. Okay. At the basic level, Hatha yoga involves achieving the perfect balance between two forces of existence. Ha stands for the sun, while Tha stands for the moon. That's cool. Sun and the moon. Uh, the Pingala, Pingala, solar energy, and... Ida, lunar energy within us are brought into harmony to create awareness for a higher consciousness. Ida comes from the left side of the spine, ending at the left nostril. Cool. And Pingala is a reflection of Ida, ending at the right nostril. So it's like a mirror. <clears throat> While Pingala depicts the solar energy with its warmth, introver introverted masculinity, Ida depicts the lunar energy energy goodness gracious i can speak you're okay, you're okay. which is a cool feminine uh, cool feminine and comforting energy oh, that's really cool so i found something a little bit different <clears throat> okay it, it, it comes along with that yeah. but i really like i just that. thought the energy just... the energies of the body and, and the moon and the sun and everything was yeah, really no, cool, that's cool. <laughs> well and for i don't know i feel like we're a civilization even though we've gotten really really like into everything we still look up at the sky and we and we still are in awe of the sky above us yeah so that is why i think that's probably why it's more appealing to our 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 civilization as the u.s yeah um but here's some things that i learned yeah, and find? it kind of comes along with it and it also adds to it a little bit more um okay so First off, there's six schools of philosophy in Hinduism, and yoga is part of that. Um, it's also a major part of Buddhism and its meditation practices. So we think maybe just the Indian culture, but it's also an other, which I'm going to say this, which always is why I know certain things are maybe not exactly how we have been taught, because there's always... These cultures who didn't have a whole lot of mixing together to have almost the same idea, maybe just a little different in their perception. And so then you know that you're on a basic truth. I find that's how I know I'm on a basic truth. If I can find it in this culture and this culture and this one over here, that's like not next to each other, then you know you're on the right path. <laughs> I feel <laughs> Um, but check out the Shri Yogendra Museum of Classic Yoga, and I will have that on the links too. Um, because it it kind of shows like the different 
things that I got some of this information. on. But like we said, it's body, breath, mind, intellect, spirit. That's the focus. Um, your yoga sutras of Maharashi Patanjali. Um, it's a perspective that the help. Um, let's see. So a perspective to help with the explanation that I'm about to go about, if I can, for a second. When we are saying, when we say we're going to a yoga class, which AJ beautifully put into perspective what we're doing in that class, um, we're talking about the asana branch. And asana is part of the ashtanga yoga, which I might be saying it wrong, but that's how in English it would go. Um, ashtanga meaning branch or branches. So imagine a mountain. You're looking at the mountain. At the base of the mountain, we have the yama. That's the value system. We have the nayama, which is the personal discipline. Um, we Going up a little bit, we have the asana and the paranyama. These four branches are the external focus. I'm not going to say what branch of yoga because I can't pronounce it. Maybe it's the... Baharanga? Does that matter? Uh, maybe. Something like that. We'll, yeah, we'll go with that. Uh, Baharanga Yoga Sadhana. Okay. So you're, that's your external. Continuing up the external focus is connected to the inner or internal focus by Pratyahara. The internal is known as the Antaranga Yoga. Compar uh, comprising of branches Daharana, Shayana, Samadai. The idea is to move through these stages, so starting at the base of the mountain or branches, up for, from our external and physical into our internal and our inner selves, to our true selves, like we talked about, going into our true selves. But we have to start, and I think that also goes down by grounding. When we were talking about meditation and grounding ourselves, we're grounding ourselves and then we're going up the mountain of ourselves. It's not an actual majestic mountain, but working through our systems. Um, that's why a lot of the time when you go to yoga, they're like checking on yourself, checking where your body is, checking all of these things. You're going through and you're doing the scan of your body so that you're, you know, working through it. But those are, that's your focus. You're going through these eight branches that kind of helps you go from your external into yourself. Which yeah, and the, the, is hard the asana to do. is the actual yoga poses. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, that's the yes English words yes. for it, is the poses, and then the the per the what? How do you say the nayam, nayama, nayama nayama was the discipline of it. Yes, yes. And then you have the yama is the ethics of it. That's yep, what that's I one way. Yeah, that's that's how I understood hey. it. Hey, yeah. And then the paran parayama paranyama is the breath control. Mm -hmm. That's your bridge. Yeah. If you don't have, if you're not breathing, yeah, then how are you going to hold your body how it's supposed exactly. to be? And then the prat prat prat. It's like going. It's like going. Um, it's like going in for a race and panting the whole time. Yeah. It's not going to help you get you through your race. But if you go into your mind and you, you know, not that I'm a runner because I would probably die. But <laughs> you don't want that. I'm a swimmer. I can swim. <laughs> um, but. Without the breath control, you, you can't link your inner thoughts, can't be in control with your body all over the place because you're not breathing. Yeah. Essentially. And you have with the, the withdrawal of the senses. Yeah. Because you second your breath gets weird, you're there. gone. Yeah. It's, you're out of there. And then you have the concentration and the meditation. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's just 
all these so, branches or limbs of yoga. Did you know that it's believed to be about different, 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 19 different types of yoga? I did not know that until now, like the researching this. I, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Which you can tell because, you know, she talked about the solar and the lunar kind of idea. And I'm sitting here talking about a mountain. Yeah. There's, you know, there's so many different kinds, um, but they're all very similar. I've noticed from what I've read. I'm sure there's and there's tweaks in, of understanding. And then there's about 66 basic yoga postures that all, you know, they all stem from mm-hmm. at least 66. Um, I, I really liked this quote from the Yoga Institute, so I would like to share it. It's with the regular practice of classical yoga or any yoga. I would put I would put that in there. And pursuing yoga way of living, one gains firmness and lightness of body, good health, and a clear balanced mind. There is an awakening of dormant energy, purification of impurity, impurities, creation of balance, and removal of pains. Because I know when I have my really painful moments, because of, even though I'm not as good and I'm getting better and I'm starting the practice again, uh, practicing yoga, um, I can sit with the pain a little bit better than I could before, if that makes sense. And, and breathe through it a little bit easier than before I learned about yoga and meditation and all that. And asanas or the, the posture or the positions, the actual yoga positions themselves, uh, are linked to our emotions and the state of our minds often are reflected in our postures. Yeah. It's exactly like you were saying. Yeah. You can always tell when you're hunched over and you're working really hard and you're just like a ball of energy and then the second that you really open up your posture and you release everything it's just like like you could just feel the breath come through exactly it's the same idea of opening up your body i think it's really beautiful oh yeah um and you don't have to be an experienced and seasoned yogi no (laughs) just start with stretching yeah, it's. I had a doctor tell me to do what she call it neck yoga. Oh yeah, just so that's what she called it neck yoga. Just neck stretching your neck, mm-hmm. doing the yes, just doing the yep. no, um, opening your that's mouth. That's all you have to do. Just a little bit. You don't have to be super flexible. Well, that comes with practicing of it, right? right? Yeah, you're it's... here and you you just you you see how much more you can move the next time. Or how much longer you can go. Maybe you're only doing it for a minute or two. And then the next time you do like five minutes. And you do that until that feels good. And then you do like ten minutes. Right? And and you're going to notice a difference. Absolutely. Even just a couple minutes a day. And so I think that is a really good challenge for this week. What do you I think? I do. But before we do the challenge, <laughs> I want to tie it into our meditation a little bit. Oh, so cool because they go hand in hand they do They're, it's not one or the other it's both and it's really it's a really beautiful relationship when you think about it but to tie it all together from the dalai lama um it's a book that i have found and i'll put it in the note it's the heart of meditation discovering innermost awareness translated and edited by jeffrey hopkins it's a book that i found at the very beginning of my journey and 
it's a beautiful book and I'm going to cry. Why am I going to cry? Oh no. It's a beautiful book and it helped my awakening to listen to myself a little bit better. And the struggle after I awoke was how do I be awake and work in a fast pace? And I struggled with that for many years yes, because I had to. And then when I didn't have to, it's been, it's been amazing to see the change, but also it's been amazing to find new gems like we talked about earlier. But this book is beautiful. If you have the opportunity to get it and I will link it down there, please do and read it. Even if you don't believe in Buddhism or whatnot, it has so many beautiful, beautiful gems to bring into your life. But to quote... Since it is the individual person who undergoes pleasure and pain, makes trouble and accumulates karma, all the noise and the mess being made by the self, analyze, uh, analysis, excuse me, should begin with yourself. Then when you understand that you yourself are without this overblown status, you can extend this realization to the things that you enjoy, undergo and make use of. In this sense, the person is the principal subject of analysis. Up till now, self-cherishing and its partner, ignorance have taken up residence in the center of your heart. Despite drawing you into all sorts of actions in an attempt to bring happiness, these attitudes have created—excuse me—have created many problems. You need to view your self-centeredness as faulty from the depths of your being. Now it, now it is time to leave self-cherishing behind and take up the wisdom that realizes selflessness. And I'm, I don't think he's saying that you let people walk all over you. Absolutely not. No. But he's saying instead of always thinking about you and all of the other stuff that is your ego, right? You're taking your ego and you're saying, shh. I think is it's important to do that and to think of others and to think of yourself as every once in a while that my new aunt, not to, to, not to depression level, right? We're not talking about like worthless, but knowing that there you're a pebble when next to a huge mountain and feeling the awe between those and knowing that you're, you have great, power and worth but I think it goes back to what we said before where just because you can doesn't mean you should as well but the book continues on to progress to enlightenment where we find a mantra which goes back to the mantras we were talking about (laughs) I was so excited you guys when I was finding this I was like oh my gosh I need to find this book um after I was researching yoga and then this mantra is known as the heart of wisdom sutra um, I'm not going to try to say anything in Sanskrit because I will mess it up horribly. Oh, come on. It will be so bad. <laughs> it will be so bad. But I did, I, I wrote it down in the English version and it says, it is this proceed, proceed, proceed beyond thoroughly proceed beyond be founded in enlightenment. So that is an example of a chant that you can or a mantra that you can say over and over and over to kind of help you calm yourself down, get in your posture and say, it is this 
proceed, proceed, proceed beyond. It's beyond your body. It's out into the cosmos, right? Thoroughly proceed beyond. Be founded in enlightenment, meaning being rooted in your enlightenment and the wisdom that comes from just looking inside because we have answers to, you know, our creator, whoever you believe that is, you know, gave you answers. Your DNA has answers. Your, your cells have answers. Um, but that's another hippy dippy moment. But now with that, take your meditation and this mantra and as AJ was going to extend, which I'll let her extend to our challenge. Oh, uh, yeah. Sorry. I was all lost in what you were saying. That's all right. (laughs) That means I said it good. (laughs) Um, I think it would be cool if we set a goal. Like I'm setting a goal for myself. Yeah. Um, but if we started a daily yoga routine, to complement the existing meditation. Yeah. If if you have kept up with that meditation practice. And if you haven't, now is a good time to start. Yeah. You know, because this time of year, this, this, this time, time of year is hectic for everybody. Yeah. Let's face it. So it's a great time to take time to set aside a little bit of time to meditate and add a two minute yoga routine well and add in your grateful if you don't know what to meditate on pick something you're grateful for and ponder that meditate on that and 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 ring out this mantra that i gave you and and start calming your body down enough that you can stretch what was it that your grandma used to say you're the only person that will invest in yourself the way that you need it essentially you, it starts with you. Yep. Nobody else is going to start it for you. That means, that means love. That means self-respect. That means taking care of you both inside and out. I like it. Those are the gems that I add to it. <laughs> love it. But I think that's a good, that's a good goal. It is, a, it is a good goal. Um, I also would like to put it in our question for this episode. What is your favorite section of this podcast? You know, we yes, go through a couple. Please let of, us know. We go through a couple of things. Tell us what you like the most, and um, along with that, we would like to know what you would like to see more of. Um, Give us some ideas. Topic wise, maybe what we should concentrate before our main. Um, any any suggestions? We will gladly take, and we want to hear from you. So. We'll put it out on our social media. We're going to do a bonus episode where we'll go through all of our QAs and our polls from the month. And we'll just read them off. Um, We can't read all of them, but we'll read as many as we possibly can. Um, But as always, we love you. We're so grateful for the support that you give us. And have a blessed day. I feel like I should say namaste. Namaste. (laughs) Oh, wait, sorry. You're supposed to do this, right? Yeah, that was a little... That's a rock on. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Namaste. Namaste. Thanks for hanging with AJ. And A-Ray, we hope we've brought a little fun, sass, and joy into your lives. For more information about our episodes, us, and what we may be up to, please visit our website at wanderingmusings.my.canva.site. That's wanderingmusings, 
www.my.canva.site. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. Cheers to womanhood! Ciao! Thank you for your support of our podcast. Original music composition written and performed by Gregory Anderson and used with permission from Anderson Media.